commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the deep core to the Outer Rim Territories, you're listening to Core World News. As always, I'm Grex Kondak, and here is your news rundown for the Galactic Standard date of February 7th, 2019. Today's segments include Resistance Recap, Kyber Crystal Comics Corner, Attack of the Younglings, More Mouse Than Man, There's Only One Game, and Holonet Rumors. But first, Mark Hamill teases detail-starved fans and theorycrafters on Twitter, declaring they'll get no leaks from him. Now for your hosts, Ben, Grant, and Adam to discuss. Awesome. Cool. Anything Mark Hamill says, I am listening to. Agreed. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> back on the Twitter, and uh, I'll read it to you guys first, and then we'll just talk about it. Please do. Because uh, he goes after almost everything that we've been speculating about. It's fascinating. So he tweets, what's the title? When's the trailer? Are you Ray's father? Are you dead a force ghost or did you project off Oct 2? Will you haunt Kylo? Visit Leia Orlando? Flashbacks. Third lesson. Is Chewie vegan now? My all-purpose response? <laughs> nine, nine answers. No leaks. Gift number seven. Hashtag mouth wide shut. <laughs> Mark Hamill. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Classic. It's so great. I mean, just, we've mentioned uh, all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It kind of makes me think none of this stuff's going to happen. <laughs> right? that he, that he like, mentioned in the tweet. It's like, yeah. Why would he even bring it up? Yeah. Right. He's definitely not Ray's father. He's definitely like, it's like all these things are just. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or he's just, maybe he's promoting the conversation. I mean, yeah. that's what we're doing, right? Yeah. It's, we're not talking about the most complicated series of movies in the world here. It's, right. you know, it's still Star Wars. It's a space opera. It's not trying to lose you too badly. And, um, and he's just like, yeah. So, I mean, as much as it is trolling those of us that like, you know, lose our minds over this stuff, it's for the people that are sort of casual. Yeah. He's giving them like, mm-hmm. these are the hot button issues that, you know, you should be thinking about for yeah. the next episode. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we ever talked about him projecting uh, or, or or leaving Octu and still being alive. No. So we never talked about that. I, don't, I think we knew he... That was his yeah, ending, his final I mean, moment there. We, they were pretty clear. Yeah, because <laughs> also, are we introducing the yeah. force power of, of right. transporters? Or are we yeah, just now fully right. combining Star Wars and Star Trek at that yeah. point? And I'm like, no. So, yeah, that would uh, just be sad. We did talk about the third lesson. Kind mm-hmm. of how there was a, there seemed like there's only two lessons in The Last Jedi, and then a third lesson might be a big key to right. like, episode nine or, or the plot in episode nine. Yeah. Haunting Kylo. Like, right. that is, we everyone's been talking about that. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, that I mean, it'd be cool. I that doesn't really seem to be how the force works to me. No, that they're like that you can do force hauntings. I mean, yeah, I think he yeah. was speaking, you know, speaking more um, metaphorically. Like, you know, that you killed your father. I'm sure that's gonna haunt you for the rest of your life. Right. And he's like, and now you tried to kill me, and this is, you know, yeah, that's you know, yeah. you're gonna have to live with that. Or I, you did yeah, essentially true. kill me. So yeah, because I had to do this to save my friends. Yeah. So that's gonna haunt you too. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. it would be fun to have Luke showing up to, to Kylo, but I think a better way we've kind of talked about this is why not have our two characters both having visitations by Force Ghosts, right? Yeah. You get Force Ghost Vader for Kylo and Force Ghost yeah. uh, Luke for Rey. Yeah. Is it established that Darksiders can even see Force Ghosts? No. I mean, I yeah. I don't think it's been no. in either way. It could go. They yeah. seem like they're tormented and kind of trapped in the yeah. physical plane, right? Yeah. That's Gosh, and I wish I could prove this, but I can't. But I know somewhere I heard that well, it was only a light side ghost I can project. And I it mean, rings true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who knows? So they would have to press it on it. They would have to be like, oh, Palpatine figured this yeah. out or Plague has yeah. figured this out. and Or you get voice, uh, voice, Force Ghost Anakin, right? Or yeah. you get Force yeah, Ghost yeah. Anakin visiting yeah. 
Kylo. I do feel like there's going to be some sort of Easter egg hunt for these characters where they've got to go and, you know, find some lore, find these holocrons. Like, I hope there is like a holocron hunt or, you know, a search for knowledge for both sides. And, um, you know, maybe that's one of the things he picks up along the way. Maybe if there is this Palpatine treasure trove yeah. of information, that stuff will be there. Mm-hmm. And then visiting Leia slash Lando, like, possibly Leia. Like, he might commune with Leia. Maybe, but they got their moment. But they, yeah, they had their moment. And then Lando, right. I mean, I don't know that. Was that a thing? Was someone... That'd just be weird. <laughs> That's just odd. Yeah. <laughs> How no much sense. have they interacted <laughs> like, even in... Imagine Lando be like... Yeah, yeah. Imagine you just be like, <laughs> hey, frightened to death. We'd just be like... <laughs> or oh my like, god, a ghost! <laughs> I thought yeah. you... Didn't you die? <laughs> also, I remember meeting you once back in Bespin for two minutes, and then you right. were part of the... And I was like, it's just like, how much did they actually interact in... Right anything it seems like more of han's Ooh, world they probably shared some jawa juice mm-hmm. and like the battle you know the celebration yeah. at endor right yeah that's about it though yeah um, yeah it's funny because he also posted this with a clip of himself being interviewed on a i don't know if it was a, a red carpet or some kind of event but uh <laughs> there's a quote or a subtitle of him saying if i leak something they'd cut off my head and throw it right in my face <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. that's hilarious plus he's he's got uh, 30 years of practice 40 yeah, yeah. years of right. practice with this and he knows uh, he's a master at just just teasing in a fun and playful way that keeps fans interested and, mm-hmm. and aggravated in a fun way exactly yeah he, he truly is it's a it's a blast the last thing we want is is for him to actually spoil anything right, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, that's it. And then the, the funny, the Chewie's a vegan now. Uh, line is pretty funny. That's just classic Mark Hamill. I mean, there could be some truth there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're definitely fingers crossed for that symbiotic relationship between the poor, whatever porg and yes. Chewie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have definitely. to see that. Yeah, living in the fur. Um, that's it. And uh, we'll jump to the next segment. And now, resistance recap. Yeah. Um, another really solid episode. Yeah. Um, from resistance recap this. Yeah, episode, uh, from Resistance this week. Yeah, episode what fifteen? The first order occupation. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. uh, definitely seeing some uh, echoes of the Empire here. Mm-hmm. It's um, they're they've taken over the platform. They're already starting to sort of bully the people that live there. Yeah, and um, you know, some people know what's going on, and some people think that oh, they're being protected. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's a welcomed <laughs> occupation by some. It's it's yeah. it's. I had just I just finished the book in the Garden of Beasts by Eric Larson, which okay. is all about pre uh, pre war Nazi Germany oh, and the rise of Nazism. Yeah, yeah. and I was just like watching all the parallels yeah, in yeah. this in this episode yeah. of like a lot of them were welcoming this new order right, and right. this new control and mm-hmm. not realizing what was really going on behind uh, under the surface of it. Yeah. So I was just like getting like Nazi chills throughout the yeah. entire. It's episode. another right wing populist movement, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, I wonder also- what that's like. There's also elements of like no. uh, like McCarthyism and the Red Scare, like what yeah. like accusing yeah. people of being spies, spies. constantly. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of a big thing. Yeah. Um, I wish there'd be more. Of that. Though in this case, they're right. There are a ton of spies. There's in that really ton of spies. It's just hundred yeah. spies there. Yeah. Uh, that Godel gets arrested immediately. Yes, he's like he's like no. <laughs> it was amazing, and it was really great that they. And I mean, not great in like I support it, but in terms of storytelling, that they you saw them anytime they're hassling anyone, it was an alien. It was always an alien. Yeah, that they're that's hassling. interesting. That's fascinating. In the back. Background, and I thought that was very much like the Empire and the First yeah. Orders, right? They're very specious. In, they, in that, yeah, they uh, spoke to it too when um, they're trying to explain to uh, oh my God, Nico, yeah, um, what's happening, and and she's like, "Well, you know, the First Order doesn't like people like me," mm. and he's like, "Oh, I understand. Yeah. According to the you know history of the Empire, right. there haven't been kind to non-humans right. or yeah. something, well, you know." I'm yeah, yeah no, I don't think there's any humans uh, amongst the pirates either. 
No, possibly uh, a background human. But oh I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah, yeah. haven't seen I, you're them. Right. And I mean, yeah. they're they're yeah. being a couple near humans, yeah. but um, Trandoshan, mm-hmm. yeah, Quarren, yep, Miralon, yep. And they're being framed as kind of the ultimate enemy, uh, the yeah. first order is going after, which is which really that's kind of a uh, a, yeah. a ploy, right? It's yeah. like yeah. They're, they're the real thing they're trying to do is take over the platform, and uh, yeah. we got uh, to see my favorite alien speak for the first time. Oh, which oh peep it. Is that what his name is? Yeah. Peep it. Yeah, oh, the is little that the chicken, blob? The, yeah, yeah. The, the little like chick human. Uh, he's like a big like, orange. Oh, is he, is he fuzzy? He oh, yeah, he looks, like, he looks like a chick. Like okay. not like a girl, yeah. but like a baby chicken. A baby chicken. Yeah, yeah. he's just like and a ball, just, like, and he cleans like the floors. Little. Yes, yeah, exactly. Sure, I'm like sure. this is great. Yeah. yeah, they had that really funny elevator scene where I'm like, what are you doing? Like elevator music, and like it was totally awkward as they're riding the the lift. And um, yeah. which is sort of great because you never really see inside those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just had a, a little it's like cameo. A class, it's that. like a cliche elevator scene. Yeah. It's hilarious. And he's wow. like, "Yeah, well, they took my, you know, they took my floor cleaner." And they're like, "Bummer, man." Hope right, right. Back. He comes in That's and starts it. complaining. It was like a little Wes it was, Anderson it was, in the middle of like the. Oh, that character is a whole, totally. If, if Wes Anderson ever made a oh, yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Wars movie, that character would be yeah. involved in that. Yeah. He looks like he's wearing a little Imperial Admiral's kind of like hat. It's weird. Oh, yeah. It's an odd totally. hat. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's like, just does this hat make my head look big? Yeah. <laughs> just that when, that, yeah. when he's tugging the buff, the floor buffer away from yep. the storm. That was the best shot. So yeah. good. Um, um, do you see that the escape plan put in place had Sonara going to Takadana? Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is very in the world because I learned as listening to I was listening to the Star Wars Minute this week and they're on the minute they're in the part of Takadana where the Mm -hmm. Maz's castle, and I didn't know this because I I I don't know if it was in a book or what, but they're talking about on Wikipedia that Maz's castle has a one free night policy for anyone who has a bounty on their head or a death mark on their head. Like Maz allows anyone trying to run away one free night to kind of in this thing, and that makes sense why they were selling. Putting Sonara out to Takadana because it's like right. she takes care of care of people who are on the run, basically. Yeah, it also yeah. ties Poe to Takadana, yeah, in an interesting yeah. way because obviously Kaz knows about it, mm-hmm. you know, Poe knows about it, and and it was just it was a little odd in the Last Jedi when Poe decides to call Maz because I thought I thought Han was the only character with history with Maz, but then this this show kind of reinforces that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone knows about Takadana. Knows Maz, Maz is yeah. kind of safe here. Yeah, yeah. Um, a thousand cool. years of operation will do that. I that's think. right. And yeah. Maz was a pirate, wasn't she? That's at one point. I don't know about that. Um, I, don't really know I believe so. I, I think in, in Pirates Price, that uh-huh. last kind of young yeah. adult reader, mm-hmm. they talked a bit about her background. I think that was I mean, she was like suggested she that she was an old pirate. Old? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they, Han says she's run that place for a thousand years. Yeah, yeah, which okay. could be yeah. A, a colloquialism, but mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I'm pretty sure she is ex-pirate, or at least connection with the pirates. That would make from, sense. Yeah. she can fight. We know that. Yeah. So the first order is searching for the pirate spy. Yeah, uh, Sonar- and Kaz the entire time thinks he's it's the spy him. they're looking yeah. for, and then yeah. they drop that you know they're looking for a pirate spy, and he's like he seems to be relieved by that, and then yeah. instantly thinks about Sonara, and then he goes try to get her off platform. He successfully helps her get off platform, but uh, we see some really cool stuff in that escape. We see for the first time we see an escape pod jettison out underwater. That yeah, was great. That beautiful. Was cool. That was stunning. Um, I seat. think there were some music cues from um, Phantom Menace too. Like right, and the sub- submarine sound of, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah through the planet core. Yeah, yeah and with the with the like that beast <laughs> yeah. from the other episode still That's what I was looking at right. waiting yeah. down yeah. there. And, Bebo, uh, yeah, Bebo's mom. Bebo. But, and yeah. then we see my favorite creatures thus far in the series, which yes. are these weird oh, lobster birds, like yeah. flying yeah. shrimp or something, yeah. almost like they're like crustaceans <laughs> yeah. that fly. Yeah. I was also very obsessed very with those, and I couldn't and figure out why. I don't know yeah. how yeah. they're yeah. airborne. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. like, they're probably filled with gas. <laughs> of course, like yeah. A, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. And um, yeah, she like tries to pet one. It's actually a really tender moment. 
and a great Star Wars moment too. Yeah, yeah it was very. Creatures. It was it was interesting at the end too because I liked at first that the pirates weren't going to show up for her. I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping they weren't, and she was just going to be kind of yeah. stranded there. And then there was this long beat, and then you get the 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 spotlight from above, and she gets rescued. And I'm waiting for her to get rescued by something else, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Poe or something. Yeah, yeah. And then it was the pirates, and I'm like. Okay. Well, I love Kragen, so this just... <laughs> so do I. Yeah. But it was a weird... Like, yeah. they were, like, they were playing on that, like, setting up... It felt... It was a very Last Jedi moment. Right. <laughs> Where yeah, they're, yeah, like, yeah. you think it's gonna be something amazing, and it's just kind of, like... No, it's just normal. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's just what you were expecting, yeah. but you're expecting the unexpected because it's Star right, Wars. Right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. yeah. The only other beat I think I, I found in there was... Right at the beginning where she's trying to get her permit to get off world. Mm-hmm. And there's that droid that's telling her, like, no deal. No one's allowed off. Oh, that's right. And it's the same VO same. from... Um, Return of uh, the Jedi. Yeah, Return of yeah. the Jedi. The, yeah. the doorkeeper at uh, yeah. Tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Which is just, like, going to be funny because there's going to be a generation of people that's going to see this first. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah. like, it's they're going to be amazed. And then they're going to watch all the movies and come to that mm-hmm. moment in Return of the Jedi and be like, oh, wow, that's such a Star Warsy thing for them yeah. to do. Yeah, and, yeah. like, maybe not even know why. But, no, like, just because, be like, yeah. that voice, you know, these consistencies across. Mm-hmm. all the medias it keeps it feeling star yeah. warsy mm-hmm. cool great i mean that's all the notes i have yeah good episode yeah, it was very good fun. moving forward i'm shocked i'm surprised there's three still three episodes left in the season sure. so it's really yeah. setting some interesting mm-hmm. stuff up for the next i know few I, ones i bet yeah. some yeah i bet it's gonna move now because we've already we've concluded the sonora sort of arc or at least she's back where she's supposed to be and so. everyone knows who she right. is right because right. kaz knows now so it's not like there's that secrets right yeah yeah, I mean, I assume we're going to see Craig and Sonora again. Um, and I imagine, I, I bet they're going to be helping um, the people on the right, platform right. this time. So do we get pirates in episode nine? Because it looks like that the First Order is really demonizing pirates, right? Space pirates. So the question is, right. like, do the... We tick them off. Yeah, do they start, does the Resistance start aligning themselves with pirates or at least employing them right well if han went back to smuggling do right. we think maybe lando is also down and out and kind of uh maybe doing something more nefarious than you know lando the space m- pirate yeah like yeah running a well, droid foundry or something you know well, maybe, we maybe know from the the recent book is that he's actually sort of cleaned it up and he's gone the other direction right was it blood that's right last shot last, or last shot, shot. Yeah, yeah it was sort of a more current it's a, it was a post um jacku book right so Ex- uh, yeah, there were parts of it. Yeah, it was all over post. the place in terms yeah. of right in terms or, of there was or just before right. the Force Awakens. There was a young Ben. Recent. Ben was like six. Ben was right. like two. Right? Yeah, and he yeah. was getting into the the droid industry. That's yeah, right. Droid business. Yeah. So maybe that was just some sort of note to you know rhyme ugh, with uh, with what happens in Solo to sort of get right, you prepped yeah. for that, or it um or maybe he really is. But I, I wouldn't doubt if yeah. he retrograded or he keeps one foot in both worlds. Right. You know, yeah, that would right. be a very Lando thing. But that would be pretty or cool, like, if the new Rebellion is just sort of like, you know what, aren't we done with this? And and if the First Order have, you know, the Empire was good for um, the underground, right? Yeah. Right. It, like, it made the smugglers, it made an industry out of smuggling and being pirates and all that. Right. But maybe the First Order sort of, they're against that, and so maybe they ticked off the wrong people. Right. And right. suddenly you have these mobilized forces, which yeah. would be really and fun to look at. It sets up stuff, stories for later down the road. It's very yeah. true to real life where mm-hmm. you... You know, you make war makes for strange bedfellows, right? So, right, you, right? so you start working with the pirates, and then after you turn, you you kill the first order. The idea is then we'll deal with the pirates. So now, post episode nine, you have this issue of space pirates and 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 yeah. gangsters becoming mm-hmm. what yeah. right. the new new the newest republic. What do we call the new? What do we call the next thing that's going to happen? Right, the, the uh, latest republic. 
it's gonna have a new name, right? Yeah. It'll be. It should, yeah. Not Republic is probably done. Yeah. What's the next thing? Like the hegemony. Right. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know where the free states or the yeah. United the Galaxy. Free Repu- the free republic. The free, free republic. republic. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. Actually, that's a good one. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I mean, it, it could be, it could be interesting. Like, cause the the, the the biggest threat from the first order is its vastness, right? How many mm-hmm. of them are? Yeah. And I mean, the, the note that um, Star Wars keeps running back to is like indigenous groups fighting back against them. Yeah. Um, you know? You're right. So, right. Right. So it could be we could get a multi- I'm like I'm trying to imagine mm-hmm. this return of the king moment. Right, yeah, cuz like we were thinking droid army initially, but if it's a big pirate army that comes to could be the, both, to save right? the day, right. that's, that's pretty yeah. awesome as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got to be a, a battle on a couple different worlds, right? right? I mean, definitely I so. a couple different biomes, but yeah. I would be surprised if it was only like, you know, it was over Coruscant or something. Actually, right. that would be pretty cool if it was a war over. Yeah. yeah. And we were but, talking we're talking about the kind of the, the shoot dates, the shoot days on Jor- at Jordan. Yeah. And how you know, I want it to be this kind of mystical, you know, force-related event that's yeah. going on there with, with Kylo and Rey and things like that. But it could be, you know, for all we know, it could be Genosis and there's a droid army that they're going to sure. reactivate, right? Like, yeah. There's things we know that already exist in the galaxy that would be fun to explore again and would tie the films together right. in a super interesting way. I would imagine that, you know, we're going to have, like, a that force, that force battle, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have some sort of... Uh, commander versus commander sort yeah, of yeah. you know battle and then we're gonna have a ground battle and then we're gonna have a space battle and yeah. it's gonna be cut 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 yeah, yeah. yeah for the last you know, yeah. act of this yeah. whole thing probably yep. but um i did like uh i think ryan spoke about this in the uh behind the scenes footage for the last jedi uh and he discussed kind of his editing style and how he he wanted to sit with scenes longer than george would sit with scenes or, or yeah. jj had sit with, sit, sat with scenes in his film and uh, and i like that choice i think that's really smart because you know, if you watch The Phantom Menace, like it just it kind of cuts around. There's, it's kind of over edited in a way yeah. where you kind of like, oh, oh yeah. can't keep yeah. track of character, not keep track of characters so much. It's just it's jarring to cut between characters yeah. so yeah. quickly. Yeah. Right. But um, so we'll see how that's. I think that that's gonna be the mastery right there. That's how we'll judge JJ's mastery is how he navigates the action. That'll sure. be interesting. Great. Cool. Okay. Come crystal, come Excellent. So we have two comics that came out this week. We had Star Wars 61 um, and Age of the Republic, the Anakin Skywalker issue. Um, we'll, let's start with um, Star Wars, since I think we'll spend a lot of time talking about the Age of the Republic, because mm-hmm. it's a lot more to digest there. Um, so Star Wars 61 is The Escape uh, Part 6. It's the last in this series, uh, brought to you by Gillen, uh, Brocardo, uh, Guru EFX, Cowles, and Campbell. Um, it's finished wrapping up the um, storyline where Han, Luke, and Leia are stranded on oh, the isolationist right. moon of Hubin. I wrote it down this time. Um, <laughs> and really, this, this entire issue takes place off that moon for the most part because um, in the previous issue, the leader of uh, that moon was killed by Scar Squadron, and that made them mm. no longer want to be isolationists. So mm-hmm. they help Luke, Leia, and Han get off world. Sana Staros shows up Sarah with a ship, and um, they are basically just kicking Imperial butt throughout the issue and just getting back to try and get back to home one and get back to Akbar. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, we get a couple of uh, interesting callbacks to other issues and lines, I think. There's a there's a section where Han um, is talking uh, with 
um, sauna about uh, different uh, love interests they've all had. And his quote is, <laughs> hey, sauna, we've all met Afra. You're in no place to judge anybody. Uh, anybody nice crossover. So I like the little crossover. Remember <laughs> yeah, that. But also great. learn or are reminded that Luke had a thing for Afra, and I forgot. I forgot in the in that screaming, screaming Citadel. Citadel yeah. I forgot that he was, of course, attracted to Afra. Right. To which Sana says, like, um, first of all, uh, Afra and men don't mix. Second of all, <laughs> it's a good thing that Afra and men don't mix. Like it was a very funny line of like just Luke and his his love and his. Uh, his uh, women troubles continue in this right. episode. He has a thing for the Thane's daughter, and that just doesn't go. It's wrong. kind of funny. It's a, <laughs> yeah. the opposite, um, yep, gender iteration of uh, "you love me because I'm a scoundrel." Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's fun little, little quotes like that. It's actually for the last issue of a series. It's it's kind of a kind of more character focused and more interaction. There's just some action at the beginning. But the second half is mostly them, them just getting back to where they left at the beginning of the series. Um, we do get a whole other segment of 3PO being obsessed with his legs and getting his legs re- replaced <laughs> and finished. He gets into a, right. he almost gets into a brawl with an alien mm. to try to get new legs, which is, but, it, it, that's the whole thing. Everyone's commenting, like, I think Han says, now you grow a backbone after all everything <laughs> and just, it's just about his legs. So it's actually a fun ep- issue in terms of like mm-hmm. a lot of like inside jokes and a lot of little things oh, that, that build. Um, so it's good and it sets up the next um, series, which is, uh, I believe it's it's the author uh, Gillen's last uh, run okay. on okay. Star Wars. So uh, and all kind of is supposed to close up that what started in the previous series um, when they were betrayed by Queen Trios. That's the yeah. whole like, uh, you know, right. hangar doors hope, won't hope open. Dies. Yeah. yeah, hope dies. Five hope dies. Yeah. yeah, I call it hangar doors, but yeah. Um, <laughs> we call it hangar doors. Here. So that's, uh, so it kind of ends with that and her plan. And I think it's going to be trying to pull that out. So that's good. It was right, fun. It was cool. a good issue and looking forward to seeing where it's going for the, his last uh, take on this. Yeah. Um, then we had uh, any other thoughts? I know, Grant, you're kind of flipping no, through No, no, I'm just flipping through I just, wow. uh, I, I didn't read the issue, but I did buy the issue. So I will read it uh, mm-hmm. soon. But um, I, there's some cool ship designs. Uh, there's the kind of like yeah. baby Falcon, knockoff Falcon. That's yeah. Sonostaros' ship. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What's that called? The... I can't remember. And I don't think what they name worst. check it in the issue. So I have no memory. Yeah. You're yeah. The show. You it looks awesome. Remember that. Yeah. I, I, don't pretty... see, I don't think they name it. No. no. Um, it's pretty good. And there is also a, a, when Han gets reunited. The, so he gets reunited with Chewie. And he gets reunited with the Millennium Falcon, and there are like four pages of him being reunited with the Millennium Falcon, and like that man dice. is literally in love Cue with that dice. ship. Yeah, like romantically yeah. in love with the Millennium Falcon. There's romantic yeah. love between Han and the Millennium Falcon, I believe. Yeah. So, well, we know we know his dad used to build them, right? So yep. Kind of cool. Yep. Kind of some history. And we get to see his, his dice again. Yep. <laughs> And Akbar, Akbar gets <laughs> some time in this issue. Akbar gets a little thing at the end, kind of. Yep, and congratulating cool. Leia and, and them discussing their plans for the rebellion. So, yeah, cool. Uh, the Volt Cobra, Volt, Volt Cobra. Cobra. Wow, that sounds right. I, I was gonna. That. I knew it was like an exceptional name, and mm-hmm. that is why it because it is. Yeah, yeah that's red. That's um, impressive. Cool. Nice to Age Republic. Yeah, let's do it. So Age Republic, uh, Anakin Skywalker, The Sacrifice, uh, brought mm-hmm. to you by Jody Hauser, Smith, Santos, Wong, Tartaglia, Launham, and Riviera, I believe. Um, yeah. Uh, who, by the way, these are all kind of powerhouses in the Star Wars comics uh, community. They they all work on a lot of the different um, ongoing series. So mm-hmm. it's fun to kind of see them all together working on these kind of almost best of or these maxi yeah. series. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of notes. It was a really good read. Yeah. 
Um, but like a lot of these, it's it's very character focused. It's a very kind of straightforward mm-hmm. story that really gets into what's at the core of these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant, do you have any thoughts about this? I can um, jump in. I, again, I think Jody Hauser just just nails the uh, the writing, the yeah. dialogue, the characters, and especially the kind of military logistic like the just logistical military jargon. I think yeah. she just nails it. Uh, it starts really really strong. Uh, you, she just you're immersed in the world immediately when um uh, when Anakin is. Uh, is speaking with uh, Ularen. Uh, Ularen? Yeah. Ularen? Yeah. Yeah, Ularen. Is he, is he Ularen? It's Ularen. Ularen. Yeah. Right. He, he, humor me. All right. Wolf, Wolf Ularen, I think, is Wolf, correct. Wolf Ularen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, I love that. I love the dialogue, the banter between Anakin and him. Uh, uh, fantastic issue where Anakin is this kind of like gleaming white knight. He's like here yeah. to save the day. Uh, we see a lot of that in the Clone Wars. We were talking about this yeah. before uh, going on air. And... Um, yeah, it's just it's just fun to see Anakin as the hero. I would love more material where Anakin is the hero. You know? Yeah, it's it's interesting. He is definitely the hero, but I feel like Hauser does such a good job of of also illustrating his downfall and where his downfall comes from, and that's like him wanting. It's Anakin is a utilitarianist at heart, completely utilitarianist. Like mm-hmm. he wants to. Um, maybe that's not the right way to say it, but basically he knows what the end game is and he'll get there. And, and he ends up rescuing slaves and you see these couple of panels when you realize they're slaves and you can just see the dark side right. over him and he slaughters droids. droids yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's why, like that's the difference. But my whole thought as I'm reading is I'm like, if those were humans or sand people or whatever, yeah, he yeah. would have done the exact exactly. same thing. He yeah, would have yeah. used that anger and it's Makes all. Sense. So, and what I love about this issue is that, He's the one that doesn't want to sacrifice people. He's making mm-hmm. these right decisions all the way along. Of like, mm-hmm. we're we're Jedi. We don't sacrifice. We don't slaughter yeah. people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he goes to rescue these people. Rescues everyone. Is the hero. But to my whole thing at the end is like everyone missed it. Everyone missed his his sink back into the dark side of using emotions, uh-huh. right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And to I feel like this and, is what keeps yeah. happening throughout this because they're enamored in war, right? They're they're yeah. they're entangled in this war that they keep missing these little warning signs along the way of yeah. Anakin using anger constantly right. even to achieve a good end and like that's why it becomes so much right. easier for him to slaughter younglings yeah down the way yeah and he had such a uh a deep relationship with his mother that mm-hmm. he kind of garnered this this deep sensitivity yeah. this attachment that i think a lot of jedi didn't have because they were brought into the order at a much younger yeah. age right so he's just he's just more sensitive yeah and right. that sensitivity and attachment i think is is what caused the downfall of and, skywalker yeah i mean it seems like a joke um, when you're watching um, it, Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. um, if you've wa- you know if you watch the original trilogy first, because you know they they Yoda calls Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. too old, and you're like, all right, maybe. I mean, but right. he's like 16, whatever. Seems young enough to me. Mm-hmm. And then Yoda calls Anakin Skywalker too old, and um, but he's really right. I mean, for as mm-hmm. young as Anakin Skywalker was when he was recruited into the um, Jedi Order, he saw a lot. Mm-hmm. and a lot of hardship and a lot of things and yeah. he you know and and yeah. he developed a sense of right and wrong and that isn't going to easily be melted away by a you know yeah. jedi doctrine mm-hmm. that is yeah. nonviolence and mindfulness yeah and yeah. It's, it's interesting to compare anakin and luke because luke was sort of detached and a sort of dreamer mm. Whereas Anakin was also a dreamer, but he was very much attached to his, right. his yeah. upbringing and yeah. his, right. attachment. his home. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, Anakin had his mother and Luke was an orphan. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, and again, Ben, you kind of mentioned it before. There's this nice little write-up at the very end of oh, this yeah, issue. Yeah. And it's worth reading it. It's by Brian Young and kind of talking a bit about 
Anakin and Vader and the, and, and the story, but there's a line or a paragraph towards the end where he says, for Anakin Skywalker, part of his heroism comes from the fact that he always wants to do the right thing, but his distorted, uh, but, but his dis- he's distorted his thinking into feeling that the ends justify the means. And that, to me, that's right. always Anakin. It's like, yeah. he does want to do the right thing. It is a good, it's always good intentions. I even feel like as Vader, he has yeah. good intent, order to the mm-hmm. galaxy, right? He wants, I don't think peace. he's like, peace. Yeah. I think, I don't think he's like, um, Palpatine, who just wants to rule. I think he's he's yeah. that 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 kid on rolling around in the dandelions or whatever mm-hmm. with right. with Padme talking about this idea of bringing order to the galaxy, but right. willing to do it by any means necessary. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, dominant personality that just sort of wants to plow through and make it make it happen. And, I do. Uh, and once again, how, yeah. <laughs> just, just assessment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hauser just does such a good job of like doing all this that it's subtle, but not so subtle you can't see it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like again, it's very she's always very super rewarding issues. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. it's, I've, I've been rewatching some um, Clone Wars episodes um, in preparation of our um, interview for next week, and uh, they it's funny. It's it's the exact. It's like really the exact same time period in a really similar yes um, same characters. So it's it's yep. Ular, Admiral Yularen again and. Yeah. Anakin and um and they're all sort of you know doing all those things and mm-hmm. yeah. it's there they match perfectly you know even down to what cruisers and starfighters they use and um their their outfits too it's yeah. fun mm-hmm. seeing those drawn right because I'm so yeah. used to only yeah. seeing them in the Clone Wars yeah it's them. easy to forget how amazing um Anakin Skywalker's um outfit is because I, I you know I'm anticipating it for Battlefront too he's the next character that's going to come out next month mm-hmm. and um they did such an amazing job with um. General Kenobi's outfit with his like sort of half armor, half Jedi robes, yeah, right. um, which is you know white on tan, and then um, but Anakin is sort of black on purple uh, or black on brown or something, and that's right. um, and it looks pretty amazing with like red on mm-hmm. the uh, or crimson, black on crimson, yeah, it's like black on maroon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a uh, it's, it's a awesome. really really cool looking. Um, so that is that was great. It's a it's a great episode. Yeah. yeah, and the, the the alien species that are the slaves look really cool. Have we have we seen the species? They didn't. Man, look I hope they mentioned me. and one of you guys would know them. They have like ram horns, but right. they look like bothans. Like it's yeah. really cool. Um, yeah. So that's it. I mean, that's all the notes I have. Uh, yeah, same here. I had like one line of notes, and not because it wasn't engaging, but because it was just very yeah, it was straightforward. Yeah, in a good way. Like it was yeah. very yeah. like like I read it. And I'm like, I will remember this. I don't need a lot yeah. of notes to remind myself what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I can flip through it while we're talking. Uh, it was fun, the, the idea that the Separatists were using this droid founder as a sort of a, uh, as, as a ploy to to garner more uh, systems for their cause. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of uh, uh, having the Foundry filled with slaves who are working on these droids, and then if the Republic were to attack the Foundry, they would kill all these innocent slaves and right. therefore look terrible in the eyes of everyone in the Republic. And that was just a really, really fun strategy that was explored in this issue. Yeah. So, really, really cool. Super cool. And now for a new segment, Attack of the Younglings. <laughs> Thanks, Drex. Uh, so this is a cool new segment where we're going to address some of the uh, the content that's geared for for kids. And uh, uh, one of which is the, the Galaxy of Adventure series that's on the Star Wars Kids channel on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we are all just catching up on it now because we we hadn't been watching them. We've been more geared. We were more in uh, watching Resistance and thinking about that. And uh, you know, those adult shows, like right? Resistance. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. I know. Yeah. But um, like Resistance. 
<laughs> but uh, I mean, just in terms of like uh, yeah. looking at some of the, the stuff geared towards younger audiences, it's like Resistance was kind of the only thing that we thought was out there. And then uh, yeah. I think I was just I just learned about Galaxies of, Galaxy of Adventure, I think, a few weeks ago. I mean, it wasn't yeah. on my radar at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, but um, but I love what I what I just watched. I just watched the most recent one. They just released one this week called um, uh, Luke vs. Darth Vader. And it uh, explores the fight between Luke and uh, Darth Vader on, on Bespin uh, in the carbonation freezing, the carbonate freezing chamber all the way to the catwalk. And it's just it's just fascinating. It's this anime style. Uh, and if you like the style, the, the Star Wars show actually uh, did an interview with the, I guess, the senior uh, director uh, at, at Titmouse Animation Studios in, mm-hmm. I guess, looked like L.A., but um, if, if you can learn all about that studio and the animation style and their process uh, if you just tune into the Star Wars show. And uh, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to watch how, how they have these meetings to talk about distilling the, the, the scenes that they're covering down to like the, the most simple form and, mm-hmm. uh, and just the, and the action, how high octane it is and how to just explore the characters. And like, for instance, when they, when they showcase Vader, it's always a silhouette. It's always just very dark. But I think we all caught this uh, most recent Galaxy of Adventure short, and uh, I think it was the best lightsaber fight I've seen in a long while. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, yeah. super fun. To see this, I mean, and, and they, they literally just used the same audio, same score. Right. They just stripped it out and just animated over it. Yeah, it's still very true to what, what happened, but they, yep. you know, different angles, it's a little yeah. more of a, a few more flips from yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke. But literally yeah. more animated. Yeah. Um, there's just more action going yeah. on, and um yeah it's cool it's smart i think it's super smart like we we've talked about and i've seen this with my nephews is that like they love star wars but they have trouble watching those original trilogy yeah, yeah, like yeah. they move a little slow for this new generation so this is a good way to indoctrinate them early <laughs> instead yeah. of watching this and so when it happens in the movie they care yeah yeah and just to set it up i mean what they're doing is they're animating the the scenes from the original trilogy and stripping the audio from those scenes and just uh, laying it over those animation sequences. And it's it's fascinating because you're getting the original audio yeah. from the original yeah. trilogy that you love, those lines that you love, but you're getting this high-octane action that you can only get from anime. Uh, it's fascinating. Um, so worth yeah. a watch, yeah. yeah. And, and, and my uh, question is, would you want to see an entire movie done that way? Do you want? Would you watch an entire Empire Strikes Back? Well, animated? when I was a kid, when I was like 17 or 18, I... Uh, I did want an anime version of Star Wars, but I wanted it kind of, I mean, this is breaking away from the kid. Hopefully, you know, it's not, we're not just having kids listen to us at this point, but I, yeah. I, I wanted an anime that was a little darker, that was maybe in the, in the kind of the Kill Bill fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it would be Sheev's story, you know, because I, I read Sheev's story and he, yeah. he like, killed his parents. He's just a very right. dark past. Yeah. And I would love that kind of like, you know, the, the was... visceral action in that Kill Bill style with Sheev, young Sheev. Like, That'd oh, be really cool. I would cool. love that. Yeah, I actually had a very similar thought when I was yeah. a kid and teenager. Okay. I was hoping, because I read all the Star Wars books, right? And mm-hmm. I was still very visual. And I was hoping they'd either do all com- comics out of every single book or do right. an animated movie out of every single book. And I huh. feel like that would have mm-hmm. been such a great way to do those things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which actually they did with uh, the Dark Tower. The Marvel animated uh, did uh, comics of yep. most of the Dark Tower, which were really good. Yeah, yeah, they were beautiful. But no one read it, and they canceled it halfway through. Yeah, right. But um, but this was a really cool short because um, I had I had also watched the Yoda vs. Dooku Galaxy mm. Adventure short, and um, but you know that that was already a fast paced fight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So to see it. this, yeah. this was kind of a more sluggish fight in the original trilogy. So to see this get that kind of high octane treatment was was fascinating because it's like they're not really pushing the the, the 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 bar much higher than than what it was, but but at the same time they are, and it's just it's super interesting. Um, you know, that's it. I mean, that's all really I have for this week. But go watch it; it's incredible. It's probably one of the best lightsaber fights we've seen in a long while from any any of the Star Wars creatives. Really cool. 
Very cool. And now, our new segment, More Mouse Than Man. So this is going to be, thank, thank you, Grex. Um, this, this is going to be the segment where we uh, talk about pure Disney stuff. So just brief overviews when we get transmissions from um, Disney and the execs about sort of the state of the galaxy and what's going on. And we had a big one, a big dump the last mm-hmm. uh, week of, yeah. across a couple of factors. So um, what do we got going on, Greg? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this segment, we'll just dive into like, the business side of Disney and, and discuss the trends and decisions made by uh, like the kind of... The, people at the tippy top of that that hierarchy yeah. making the, the decisions for the future of star wars i mean yeah. that's just kind the of Iger level yeah exactly the Iger level stuff right. um i know a lot of people are turned off by that that discussion maybe people don't want to listen to the, the business side of things but i mean just fast forward uh this will be quick nonetheless uh so uh quarterly earnings per share uh dropped three percent but mm-hmm. they, they're still beating out their estimate their wall street estimate in their revenue it was yeah. 15.3 billion despite yeah. there being no star wars so yeah Right. They're not taking a hit when they don't make Star Wars. So right. this this begs the question, you know, what is the proper pattern for releasing Star Wars films? Is it yeah. is it take a break, take a year off, and then release it every other year? Is it two a year? Is it one a year? You know, yeah, that's kind of an interesting question yeah. that we can now floor again. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it, TBD. I think they're asking themselves um, the same questions yeah. right now around yeah. you know around whatever board table that that they do these things. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't have the fat. You know the um, the you know right. Oh, I'm sorry, re- a recipe yet, but right. yeah, it, it will show itself. I mean, now it seems like maybe they they punch the gas a little too much trying to get a movie in every six to nine months. Yeah. Um. So maybe they're back to a year, and I don't know if they'll push it that, or if they're going to go mm-hmm. the other way and sort of go two years for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. It looks like you know after 2019, it's probably going to be two years until we get a movie it after has that. To be, right. Um. Mm-hmm. And then you know they're probably going to watch the trends and look at the numbers mm-hmm. and see what it says and say you know and, and I wouldn't be surprised once um. Ryan Johnson and um, uh, Benny Off and Weiss mm-hmm. get their act together. Yeah. If we start seeing one a year, I, I think that's yeah. probably going to be where they end up at. But I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing after Solo, we're going to stop. We're going to not see as many Star Wars stories come out. I feel like those mm-hmm. are get shunted to the Disney online uh, yeah. streaming service, which is cool because I feel like the trend tends to be series. People yeah. want series. Like people like just connect with right. those things. Everyone wants to figure out the next Harry Potter series where you get right. nine movies out of it. Yeah. Nine movies, eight movies out of right. it. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that seems like a smart idea is don't rush it. Uh, Harry Potter was only every other year for the most part, right? They weren't popping them out every year. Right. Until like uh, the last Hollows, couple. I think because they split that yeah, into two. So they two, came yeah. out pretty quick, but I feel like that's smart, right? You do mm-hmm. you have two ongoing series and you do them every other year. So you kind of have this, right. you have a little bit of time. You're not rushing things through. I feel like Solo, I mean, the nice thing about it is Disney's not afraid to try things because yeah. they got a lot of money to burn. Like they're not, yeah. you know, a Solo not performing the way they wanted to didn't cost them much. I mean, it right. still broke even. They still made money on it, but it's not like they are a bankrupt company now, right? They just like, yeah. made, you know, slightly less than all the money in the world. Right. I just, you know, I, I hope it doesn't make them skittish about making more uh, movies in that, like a, a solo trilogy or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I hope you know, or you yeah. know, more anthologies. Because I, I really liked, I really, really liked what Kasdan and Kasdan did. Yeah, yeah. With um, with that movie, and I, I would love, you know, if they did a Lando movie and a Boba Fett movie, Me I think too. that would be really great. I all in that it. same sort of time period. Right. Um, and I mean, I don't know if those movies exist. John Kasdan said they do, or he's definitely got ideas. Yeah. Um. You know, but maybe if his dad's not on board, maybe it's not that alone is makes it not as appealing to um, Kathleen and, right, and, right, right. and and the rest of people. 
But um, the one thing that is for sure, we're going to get a lot more content. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, I, and I personally love the fact that we're going to start getting it in 10 episode chunks. So it's sort of like, yeah. you know, we're going to start getting 10 hour Star Wars movies, essentially. We, yeah. mm-hmm. And we also, are, we're having a generation of kids for the first time in a long time going to have been coming up in a world where Star Wars is ubiquitous, right? Yeah, like right. It's not part of a niche geek culture right that it's not something that three movies came out over a six-year period and nothing much happened like Mm -hmm. being a kid now born who's like a six-year-old now star wars has been a part of their existence everywhere it never went away like it went away for us and the generation even the prequel generation went Mm -hmm. away for a little bit right they go to they go to every store they go to star wars is everywhere there's tv shows there's comic books there's young readers there's going to be shows it's it's just going to be this thing that they're just going to be it's like harry potter it's going to be everywhere and they're going to want it constantly because Mm -hmm. they can have it yeah also during this uh this earnings call uh there was a q a after the announcement and uh Bob Iger was asked about the the, the the seventy billion dollar Fox merger and the 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 future of the of Fox's portfolio of R rated uh, projects and uh, and yeah. uh, obviously everyone thinking you know Deadpool being that that hot market film series right. in everyone's mind and uh, but but also begs the question again and then and then Bob Iger Iger uh, responded by saying you know we're not going to shy away from what is working regardless of the rating so yeah okay good. are there going to be R rated uh, films in the future for disney like that's that's fascinating to even think about and right uh, it does sounds like it's definitely a possibility and the last time we talked about star, there being an r-rated star wars film i think we brought up boba fett but you know now that now that we've been having you know thinking about dr afra and, and thinking yeah. about that as a film i mean i don't think there's a i don't think there's any other way to handle triple zero than give him an r rating like right that, that droid is just r-rated yeah, yeah you, all need, over it. you need some gruesome things happening right if they did rates. an after yeah, yeah. series that would be a great opportunity to if they R, wanted yeah. to try and see that market almost the deadpool of star right Wars. Yeah. yeah yeah in a lot of ways yeah that'd be fun um cool and then uh the next kind of announcement that came out of that earnings call or not the next but it was previous to this but um it kind of translate it transitions perfectly into our next segment uh there's only one game right um so uh i'll let you take that <laughs> There's literally only one game. Yes, that's right. There's, There's only still one only one game. <laughs> <laughs> really, that Maybe should next be the end of the segment. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. should be like, we should do a segment every week, but it's just going to be the header that just like says there's only one game. Yeah. Um, because until there's two. Yeah. Um, which which we well, heard VR actually. There's games, Xylem X Lab. There's, there's stuff going on. Right. But sure. There's only one game. That's right. So, yeah. yeah platform. So, yeah, easily. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There was some more news uh, in this system about specifically about the games mm-hmm. and um, they uh, Disney addressed EA and what they've been doing mm-hmm. and and they said uh, they're quite happy with um, the job that EA has been doing, which is contrary mm-hmm. to what we've been saying here mm-hmm. and everyone that is in the public has been saying also um, and anyone that's any played ever played video games. So, um, you know, I just can only assume Bob Igor has never played a video game. If I'm going to go out on that, that, that just seems like a that. decision strictly made based on revenue. Um, and and we, I don't know, you, several months ago, we looked at the pie chart yeah, about yeah. Like yeah. where their revenue comes from. And honestly, they make more money on video games right now than they do on um, movies. What, right. It's 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 more than it's it's a hearty third of their revenue. It's like movies well, is a third, a video games is a third. Too. You know, it's on. Uh, I and, but I don't think game. it's Battlefront. I think oh, okay. it's, it's all their games. dumb mobile games. And they have an MMO. Still, yeah. it's still an MMO out there. But it's probably free to play at this point. It's free to play, yeah. but like anything else, yeah. quote unquote, free to play. Yeah, right, like, right, I'm sure right. in that game you can buy yeah. plenty of things. So Microsoft please forgive my colloquialism of saying there's only one game, but like uh, pay to win 
uh, mobile games are not games as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, like, I don't play. I don't play to win. They're like pay to to advance to Compete, pay some yeah. more to pay yeah, and pay yeah, and pay. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's. I'll just gonna say something. Yeah. Be out there. <laughs> I think those games are morally reprehensive. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think they. I think they. They profit off of addiction. Yep. It's yeah, it's gambling for children. And I'm really frustrated that Disney is involved in that business. Yeah. It yeah. really, really makes me angry, and it makes me mm-hmm. like you know not talking about boycotts because like boycotts, yeah. but it makes me not want to give them my money. Like I think they are, they're they're making a lot of their money on the backs of people who have who have addictions. And yeah, it really, really frustrates me. I Sorry, yeah. I, I'll get off my soapbox. I, I played Star Wars but. Commander um, when that first came out, and it was super fun. It's a yeah. sort of like battle game, and you could pick your faction, and then. It was a fun game and it was cool, but like, you know, the competitive streak in me, which is, you know, in a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, made me want to advance. And I was like, oh, it's good. And I like to win. And then I was like, oh, only 20, maybe if I just spend 20 bucks and yep. get this next like yeah. thing, that'll get me yeah. over the hump. And then I'm going to, you know, and I would, and then it would just sort of like, it would make me competitive. But yeah. I mean, but then there was a tier of people that are I, the, the whale tier, which is like mm-hmm. had everything on the board as soon as it was released sort of right. thing, which was Thousands of dollars would cost you thousands, thousands. of dollars to do. Um, to win and it, it's to be to the best it. at a mobile game. At a mobile game, and it's like till it's like not even fun. But um, yeah, they're dumb and addicting, and so that's so anyway. They, that's what they're making a cash mm-hmm. cow on. And you know, I, th- I think Lucasfilm is a great company. I think Disney's actually a great company. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they do great stuff. They make yeah. great content. They make a lot of people happy. They sure do. They make a good product. Like, you know, I don't know. I, I don't have any complaints about that. I'll be happy but, with Disney when, when Bernie Sanders right. is happy with Disney. Okay. That's sure. what I'll be happy to do. Fair enough. Disney. Fair enough. So I know. I know. I, you know, I know they do terrible <laughs> so things never. too, but, <laughs> uh, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know their their hiring practices, their work practices, right, I don't know what they're paying their workers. You know, I'm I not. Mean, I hear it's I mean, pretty bad at Disney. Oh yeah, we talk about we talk about the 20 years of Pixar issues, but or not. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, hey, yeah, I mean, if they're, they're, they're obviously a massive corporate company and, you know, yeah, right. if they have warts, I'm, I'm, as I'm sure they do, then they should try to fix that. But speaking about, yeah, video games right now, they should. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a way, you know, yeah, you can do it this way and yeah, you can just cash your checks and be happy or you can make good video right. games. And also, Bob Iger said we're happy. Is that what it was? The quote, we're yeah, happy he was, with he was saying the job. That, no, that... Disney is bad at self. I don't have the quote, the exact quote. I'll paraphrase. Yeah. He said yeah. Disney is bad at self-publishing yes. games. We're much better at licensing out. IP. Right. And sure. So, and we love our relationship with EA. We think they've done a good job and we'll continue. But I feel like we, would want, right. we want to continue working. In the yeah. corporate world, you hear that. And then two weeks later, they announce they have a new partner. Right. Right. Like, like how much of right. that is just him right. saying that right. because he believes you can't be like, because oh, he has I hate it. these guys. I wish they would do better. Or... And then he'd be like, well, no, we're just going to go yeah. take our money right. elsewhere. Right. Take our, right. or, you know, so so who knows? I don't know if that. Yeah. He can't badmouth someone he's in a partnership with. Exactly. Yeah. Currently. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of people have grown and roll their eyes, um, and 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 I mean, what you just said, Grant, is the crux of it. Is and, and I absolutely agree with them. Mm-hmm. They're not good at you know they're well they they don't want to generate their own content. They don't want to make it themselves, which I agree with. Sure. That but really boxes you what in. Lucas Arts. I mean, they were the uh, they made games. games. They made more games. Year, they know, made right? yeah. They made quantity games. I would. They made quantity games, and yeah. but yeah, like compared to the field. <laughs> Yeah. I would say they're about seventy five percent as good as yeah. like the average next best game on another yeah. console. You're yeah. not going to sell those games to anyone right. but really f- hardcore mm-hmm. Star Wars fans, which and, was and me, st- yeah. and me, and right. and yeah. Grant. And Star, but Star Wars wants to sell Star Wars games to anyone who's seen a Star Wars movie and is interested right. in playing video games. I mean, that's what their dream is with Battlefront, right? Right. right. And uh, but I mean, but they did that horrible job because they were like, uh-huh. you know, they. Their first game was only to people that played multiplayer, which turned you off, I know, oh, yeah. uh, Adam. And I mean, mm-hmm. turned me off too, but I did it anyways mm-hmm. because I'm uh, sick. 
and mm-hmm. they um because <laughs> you're awesome at it yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i am now but yeah. i mean i hated myself for you know six months <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i still you know i still hate it now i mean I, I i stopped playing now i finally was like no there's good games out there i'm gonna go play good games yeah, yeah. i'm playing god of war right now and yeah, i've been great like, rad. it's so much fun right. i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna platinum that thing because yeah, it's, yeah, it's so fun, fun. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's awesome. and it's like as in complete contrast to star wars battlefront which is glitchy and you know it, it's inconsistent mm-hmm. you, you know you can, can't block right still you know you can't find the right thing right. and there's you get steamrolled three quarters of the time and then yeah. or or you're on the steamrolled side and mm-hmm. it's like it's such a frustrating it game is. to play I, mm-hmm. I still have a memory and the my, community's terrible and the people are awful yeah. it's like it's terrible <laughs> i had this dream so i had this whole so my wife yeah. was away um and so i had like very much like a 16 year old Adam night where I ordered a pizza and I got a, I got a two liter of Pepsi and I went down to the basement <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm going to play, you. I'm going to play battlefront. And I'm like, I never eat pizza. I never drink soda. I'm like, you yeah. know what? Like once a year, I'm going to do this. And I was like, eat my pizza, my Buffalo chicken pizza and drinking <laughs> yeah. my, my, my stuff and give myself diabetes. It was yeah. great. <laughs> and like, I'm playing this game and I'm like, I'm not having fun, I'm and I'm not, like, am I just too yeah. old for this? And then I and then I popped in. The hitboxes are a little in. generous, like yeah, just kind of late, the bolt just hits yeah. them well, and just they just like, flinch. I'm just like, ugh. And then it was just so repetitive, and I just popped in Red Dead Redemption One because it was a while, a long time ago. Yeah, like, oh no, I still fun. am having so much yeah, fun. Yeah. Like I can't go be a kid again because it wasn't yeah. me; it was the game. It was the game. Yeah, it's super grindy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I've gotten to a point now where I mean, I put in redonkulous hours. I mean, I'm probably yeah. in like the top ten percent of you know people playing the game. Well, you're getting your return on investment finally with it yeah but even then yeah it's still obnoxious because what happens is like three quarters of the time i'm the best player on the worst on the team that's Mm -hmm. terrible so you're on roller skates moving backwards the whole time and it's like yeah i'm grinding out my my numbers but it's like they don't value kills as much as they did in the last game and it's like yeah i mean and Mm -hmm. and it's a worse game if you're just playing for kill death numbers anyways you know i'm playing for objectives like that like i always play and um, but there's no one playing the objectives with you, right. so you're just getting smoked. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh great, I got to be Darth Vader, but then like you know, I, I you know I spawned in one room and I'm surrounded by six people and they just gun me down to death like in in the first instant. Um, so it's yeah. it's it's not a fun thing. But anyway, back to the the I, I'm repeating myself <laughs> and I apologize. Um, but it, the crux of this is yes, the less, so what and and then what is encouraging is he's like we don't make good games, we prefer licensing. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Sure. I would argue he's been also been bad at licensing. And uh, because, I mean, licensing only to one company is ridiculous. So, right. I mean, it just we'll makes sense to me. Great. License, yeah, what does that but, contract look like? Why one company? Right. I'm so confused by that. Try yeah. And I mean, it, utterly it. dumbfounded. Right. And, and I'm sure it minimizes overhead and they can just be like, all right, we sure. just throw this yeah. lump of money there. We don't yeah. have to worry about any back or whatever. They're a massive company. They're going to roll out these games. They're going to promise these numbers. They're hitting their numbers. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, but uh, they're making terrible product. Yeah, and right. um and I think you know that would if if you know someone I don't know it's, well, it's different I mean, I with movies because they make their own movies. is terrible like I think it has a strong it has a strong yeah it'd be narrative. a great game if there was three other options yeah yeah but um or a great op- and I don't want to stick up for EA I mean you can just go to Google and type in EA meme and just see why no one should stick up for EA because right. so many memes that are just absolutely hilarious about their business practices yeah but um. But I think we have to hold the verdict on EA until Fallen Order comes up because I mean, when I think back to Lucas Arts, uh, you know, in a ten-year period, right. we got games like you know Jedi Academy, and I, I'm sure the first Force Unleashed came in within that ten years of, of right. Jedi Academy, and those are both you know awesome lightsaber combat games. Right. They were right. just rad. They were just super rad. Right. And uh, and I think if Fallen Order doesn't you know isn't doesn't uh, you know kind of uh, 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 I guess. Uh, do a good job or it's like you know if the story's weak or there's, right, there's yeah. issues with it then yeah i think we can kind of call it ea as being so, a bad 
you know, uh, studio to license this. License My Star Wars biggest TV, but... fear with Fallen Order is that if I'm going to have to wait five years for every Star Wars video game comes out, yeah, it better be as immersive as like Red Dead Redemption Two. That's going right. to take me that right. that game is going to take me two years to do everything yeah. in it, and I have a feeling that. Fallen Order is going to be a very much on the rails. Here's a story which is going to be really engaging and engrossing, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to really enjoy it. I'm going to get through it in two weeks, right? right. And then I'll have four years and fifty weeks till the next Star Wars game comes out that I care about. Right, exactly. And it would exactly, and it would have. I mean, it would have. It which would have been fine if it had come out, you know, three years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. So I mean, but again, that Fallen Order isn't really EA; it's Respawn, right? So it's 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 a license. It's it's sub yeah. It's sub licensed. So subdivision of EA, right? It's like a studio of EA of EA that has it. So all right, so it's sort of. I I just think it it, it's they should they do it in Marvel, right? They have Mm -hmm. the sort of Marvel. Uh, licensing division like you know it's their video games group mm-hmm. that that you know spearheads his stuff and you know S- spider-man was their first like real release there and mm-hmm. it was a massive hit yeah you know so they mm-hmm. i think they just need a video games arm that's just involved in licensing that just spends time you know hunting and packing and picking the best of like whatever group that wants to come up and make their games it, it just seems like a no-brainer yeah right. you know but to tie yourself to like the biggest thug in the industry it just doesn't, you know, it, I, I can see how maybe at first blush, like, oh, it's great. This, these guys are juggernauts. They're yeah. going to make first quality AAA games and it'll be awesome. They're going to promise us these numbers because they, you know, say they can. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it right. just so. So there's hope there. There's hope yeah. that like once this thing is done, they're maybe they're going to go to that and, and yeah. look at their, you know, they own the Marvel model, too. And the, I think the Marvel models done a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So and, we'll see. But, I mean, it's it's. Weird that they decided to go with a shooter first because when I think about Star Wars, I think about the hero's journey. I think about yeah. a hero's choice. I think about a hero's destiny. And that just rings yeah. out RPG. It rings out, you know, yep. not just a linear story, but a story with choices mm-hmm. that, yeah. will, that will take yeah. you in different directions and things like that because that's what Star Wars is, right? It's yeah. those kind of those, uh, those causes and effects, those consequences of choice. It's like, yeah, it's just odd that they decided shooter, but shooter is the kind of like the hot market product right now in video games. I mean, everyone can play a shooter. It's something you can throw on the red carpet and people can take turns on. You know, it's like that that yeah. fun thing that, you know, anyone can just jump on and have, you know, just shoot a blaster, whatever. It's one of two things that EA is good at, right? They can make decent shooters and they can make sports games. Right. right. And the, the, those are the things they do. Sure. Yep. And so they I'd made a shooter. rather have a Star Wars <laughs> sports game. <laughs> you would. You would. Yeah, pod racing would be. I know pod you. racing. We did a poll. People yeah. want new pod racing. People would do pod I would racing. take that. I would take the that weird football type game they're playing in oh, yeah. episode two in the sports bar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just put that on top of there, Madden. There was a set. rumor that there was going to be a a mode in um uh, actually in in one of those leaks that actually leaked mm-hmm. all the same stuff the Geonosis leak mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, all the stuff that happened that really did happen. They said there was going to be a pod racing um, mode. What? And that's nuts. Which is insane. It doesn't make odd, any sense. It would have been so much work. Yeah, build that's the, a lot. I, I mean, I want like deep <sighs> customization. I want to be able to yeah. mod my pod in yeah. every which way. I want it to yeah. look any which way I want it. That's kind of crazy if they're just going to spring yeah. for a few pods and do a kind of well, simple if mode. If they were going to do it, it'd be the same as the space right. fighter. But, thing. I, like they, five but I mean, they did the Ewok um thing and uh, it was really i mean i never play it anymore yeah, yeah. i did it for the first yeah, two weeks fun. I played but it was bit. i mean it, it was a good mod it, it was, was different and, and it was yeah. Yeah. yeah and there's also rumors they're gonna do um they're gonna make a the inf- uh build up the enforcer class because right now for the mm-hmm. all of the light side it's like wookies for everything and it doesn't make yeah. any sense and they're so overpowered um but they're thinking like on when you're on endor now like they, your enforcer class might be the the ewoks which would be so oh, cool that'd be awesome 
see, I would just love a game called Star Wars Racer, and it could be like pod racing, swoop bike racing, and then yeah. maybe like the sky racers from Star Wars Resistance, where sure. you're going through the rings yeah. and things like that. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, or there's the, so much yeah, replay value. Or the foot racing. five sabers yeah. or seven yeah, sabers. Five, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so much yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. But anyway, so yeah, so that is there's only one game. I think the point is there are tons of different things they could do. Right. If they wanted to make more games. <laughs> All right. But right. here we are, six years into a contract, and there's still only one game. All right, so that's There's Only One Game. Nice. Hollowneck rumors. Kill them all. Right. So we only have one rumor this week. Yeah, nothing week. happened this week, right? Yeah, nothing nothing, nothing big. crazy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but that's an understatement because there is a rumor going around Reddit about uh, a title leak. Title and, leak. Uh, initially on Twitter, someone had tweeted that they had overheard the title and that it was balance of the force yep which i'm like 90 percent sure we said that at some point when we've been spitting out titles mm-hmm. i really think we did and i think then we immediately dismissed it yeah it might have been in pal in passing it wasn't like balance of the force and but like yeah like it was we like we didn't even really no. acknowledge it we we're just like oh that could be a thing yeah yeah i don't know because i think we had talked about the word balance showing up at some point yeah. and trying to right. figure out unity balance, balance something yeah. to kind of bring yeah. people together I, I think i think i had thought of that one but it, like if we're in incident mm-hmm. but just been like and dismiss it out of hand uh-huh. but yeah. hearing it now i wouldn't hate it um, yeah honestly because uh it makes sense and it, again it sort of it leaves that open-endedness and mm-hmm. it, it promises that will and i know you guys disagree with me on this so feel free i think we have a goldilocks situation like yeah. we often do on this <laughs> podcast i think you are fine with it or you kind of like it or you'd be okay yeah. with it grant i'm guessing is not uh, a fan I mean, of it yeah, yeah. I, just, I think it's a little fanfic it's a little bit <laughs> like your porridge is just right it's yeah. a big yeah. statement yeah. right it's like you're going to show what balance looks like yeah. whereas yeah. george never wanted to tread that ground yeah. and it's kind of like it's kind of a i don't want to say pretentious but it's like yeah, after we, after the last Jedi to have something called the balance is of the it, force is just kind of like whoa come on like I don't I don't know if yeah. George even would want to go into this territory with characters or the force or anything like that I think he wants to keep it a mystery yeah oh, we keep know what George wanted keep to it do subjective. for trilogy, which was yeah uh, keep it wills, infinite keep it, keep yeah. it going yeah. yeah 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 um yeah I you know I'm not but actually yeah I mean he wanted to do more than actually uh, that right yeah, because yeah. the wills would have. You're destroyed right. the force and made it just this sort of like well we just don't science science experiment. Experiment. I, I think yeah. what he said uh to james cameron in that interview uh about that, the sci-fi special that james cameron hosted he talked about the kind of uh, uh the wills and that kind of microbiotic world and things like that like I don't, I don't i don't know if we truly understand what he means when he said those things i, I think i, don't I think, think it's he still understands what he means i mean <laughs> possibly but I think it could be a little deeper than that. There could be, you know, there's definitely going to be macro characters and, and things like that, not just these kind of uh, these whatever these uh, small kind of like midi chlorine type things going on, like these, yeah. these kind of events. I think there will be also major characters that are going through yeah. these swells of the, of the force and things like that. Right, and it might be some sort of like species they have to commune with in order to whatever. Right. So I mean, like the title makes sense, right? I mean, it, it connects the, the big kind of the stuff that's been going around a little bit is that. This will wrap up the entire series, which includes the prequels, right? And the prequels are all about balance of the force, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I'm with you, Grant, though, that I don't like it because it does seem to give away the ending. I was talking with my wife last night, who, by the way, really hates this title. She was mm-hmm. super anti this title. She says, like, what was her reasoning? Um, it's it's too easy of a title. 
her, her other reasoning is it's too reminiscent of the prequels and she is not the biggest prequel fan. Yeah. Um, and she's also like, why would you have two movies in a series with the word force at the beginning of? Exactly. I, I, I don't think JJ ever wants to reuse no. anything he's done before. So, mm. and I think, and I think the other thing about it is I kind of went through the titles, right? So we got the Phantom Menace, super vague, kind of is a really great title in a way of like, we still don't necessarily, like you could, it's open to interpretation a little bit. Yeah. Attack of the Clones, Pretty on the nose. Pretty on the nose. Revenge of the Sith, pretty on the nose. But when we get to the original trilogy, we get A New Hope. That's Luke. We know that's Luke at the beginning of that movie. The Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes Back at the very beginning of that film. Return of the Jedi. The Jedi Return right at the beginning of the film with Luke yeah. saying, I'm a Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. they're there. We get The Force Awakens. The Force is Awakening right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi, similar well, I mean, to... It's sort of, okay. Yeah, throughout the film. Throughout yeah. the film. But it's there's really the, second act by the time. Well, like, yeah, there's. I felt right. an awakening. There's been a Force right, and, vision. And, then right. and Snoke says, but like, but like, you know, like it's it's this idea of we start feeling that the Force stuff's coming back. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? And then like Last Jedi... I love also similar to Phantom Menace because it's very open to interpretation. Are we? Is it singular? Is it plural? Is Luke the last Jedi? Is Rey the last Jedi? All these things. Are they right? both the last Jedi? Right. Yeah. Well, Rey is the last Jedi. But are Luke and Rey the last Jedi? Or, Rey, or I mean, like he signifies. I mean, the, the major line of that film is "I will not be the last Jedi." Right. He perishes. Right. She's right. the last Jedi. Or is it again? Is it plural or singular? Right. I think right because yeah. so like could it be who's tra- who Ray right. is going to train? Right. right. But that's right. the thing. I think we're Luke still is, Luke is the last Jedi because it says it in like the previous thing, and he is because it's like Luke the la- comma the last. I, Jedi. I mean, I have heard Ryan talk about this, right. and he says that it's it's multiple characters. Yeah. It's like right. It, right. you'll so think it's, it's one it's way, and then it's the other way, right. and that's the kind of point of the but, film is to be like, hey, who do you who is the last Jedi? That's the, that's the point, right? It's a great it's a good title. Well, however you feel about that right. that movie, I think it's a good title because it's open to yeah. interpretation, it's open to debate. Right. Balance of the Force, maybe. Right again, it could be very much mm-hmm. open to debate depending on that how film yeah. goes. Right. It does promise a lot of Force stuff, which I'm very happy about. Yep, but I don't know. I, I go back and forth. I won't. I'll be kind of like. Eh. If that's the title, like I won't be super excited by it, I won't be super upset right. with it. I remember my reaction of hearing "Attack of the Clones" way back when as being the title of the second one, and I was just like, "What the hell is happening?" Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember feeling like that's a little too because I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always try and do that sort of. It was a little too Flash Gordon for me. A total Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Titles like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's kind of how I'm feeling about this. So I'll still, I'll still watch it. I'll still probably really enjoy it, but I just don't know. Um, any other thoughts about it? Yeah, I mean, I think there is a wide enough path there to walk and mm-hmm. make balance of the force a thing where, um, where it could be, it could give you some mm-hmm. inclinations as to where the the series is going to go and the nature of the force. Is some information on the n- right. nature of the force that's core to it and, and then slightly defining without you know boxing it up so it's not sure. done. I mean, when you think of those three titles, if this mm-hmm. was going to be it, where you have the Force Awakens, you have the Last Jedi, and then you have balance of the force i mean there's there is a progression there right it's like this yeah, is yeah. what happened over the course of it the, right. the force woke up yep. there was like you know we were down to we, we hit this tipping point where it was just down to mm. luke and then it you know it spun off in a different direction and now this what, last, happened, what happened while i was sleeping right <laughs> and then like this now this movie <laughs> shouldn't it be the force goes back to sleep then or force takes another nap sorry go ahead ben no, good, good no, night. Ben. I, good night, Force. I actually, ben, I'm sorry. I really like the argument you're making. You're actually, <laughs> no, pull, like, you're actually pulling me around on yeah, this yeah. title. No, yeah. I like this title. No, the, yeah. yeah, I mean, so I mean, it was on like it was at a you know a, a pivot point there, a lever point, right. and you know, and it, it seemed they seemed to have pulled through with the, the help of Luke Skywalker and and, and you know yeah. Ray right. rocketing yeah. forward, and then now balance of the Force is like this is I mean it, this is Disney setting them up for 
setting us up for decades of mm-hmm. more Star Wars content. And, you know, post um, post the sequel trilogy, right. post right. the Skywalkers, which is, you know, they can sure they can backfill all they want. But, I mean, what where they're really going to make their money is afterwards and setting it up in a new world. And they have a really great opportunity here, um, you know, to set up a really exciting, interesting world that we're going to want post Skywalkers. Yeah. And yeah. so, to me, that progression makes sense. All right. right. I, no, I think that's a really strong argument mm-hmm. for it, and it makes me think of it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of, while you are going through that, I went through the other two trilogies in my head, and you kind of do the same math mm-hmm. with those as well, right? Yeah. You look at A New Hope, which, not its original title, but it is the title that we give it now. You know, it's A New Hope, something similar to A Force Awakens. There's something yeah. coming back. Uh, Last Jedi, place. Empire Strikes Back, right? Very similar of, like, we get this idea of the direness of, right. of what's right. going on. We're right. down to the last Jedi or we have the empire coming back. But it did different force. things, you know, like it a new did. hope was yeah. supposed to be like a standalone and then, but it, you know, so no one really like, well, it's over. Right. But it's like, no, 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 the empire yeah. strikes back. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, the, right. the, the return of the Jedi, right. which is sort of this again. Yeah. yeah. It's like a reawakening. Like it's a yeah. re, it's it set up new terms. It's like, no, the Jedi are still here. Yeah. They're not dead. There's still hope. Right. Then there's, then there's the darkest before the dawn, which is the second one. And the third yeah. one we have, Return of the Jedi, which is a very triumphant, like, the yeah. Jedi have returned, the good has come back to the galaxy, yeah. and right. then if we get this balance of the Force, we yeah. get kind of this promise, too, that things are set right. in balance. There's a conclusion. Yeah. There's a, and there's, there's lore-making yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. no, the Jedi doctrine has survived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense that Disney would try to redefine the direction of the Force uh, uh, with this ninth film, because... I think it's time for them to have some ownership over the spiritual aspects of Star Wars. And a lot of people are actually bidding contracts for uh, Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams to come work with their studio right now. J.J. Abrams is exploding right now. I mean, everyone wants to work with him. Yeah. He wants to go into games. He wants to do a lot of a lot of stuff. And I think we need a George Lucas-type character to take the helm again. We need someone yeah. who's going to sign off on everything. Because I think God, don't tease it, me like it works that. the best. Bad Robot games? Yeah, oh, it's, okay, a, it's a puzzle like... game with no actual solution. That's a, that's a Bad <laughs> Robot game. Sorry. Stop it. Sorry, sorry. But, sorry. Uh, I love you, JJ. I'm yeah, looking but, forward to this. I mean, how would you guys feel if JJ did become the next George Lucas and, and helmed all of Disney's Star Wars props? In. I'm totally in. I'd be happy with that. I mean, but I think he's more of a Spielberg than a than a Lucas. I right. think I think I think things. once this is done, JJ is gonna wave bye bye to Star Wars. Just like he wrote bye bye to Star Trek and he's gonna do his own thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, he yeah. likes Star Wars a lot more than he he's likes a big fan he of does. Star Wars. He is and he does Star Trek. But he's also <laughs> a bigger fan of Spielberg. But I think Spielberg was slightly envious of Star Wars. And I think JJ's keeping that. But I've keeping everyone's keeping to that. I mean like Spielberg has accomplished so much. His career is amazing and spectacular. But I, I but I think he was still, you know, uh, enraptured by George. Well, I mean, Ford. that's yeah. why we got incredible, incredible project. I mean, his envy is why we got Indiana Jones. He was envious right. of James Bond. He wanted to do a James Bond movie. He kept trying to do it, and, mm-hmm. and the Brits kept saying, "No, you can't right. do one." And then Lucas came over and said, "Well, uh, I think I have a character that's kind of <laughs> like that," and that's where we got. Oh, Indiana Jones, and oh, so Jones are, right. so like I think there's a, there's an interesting point, right? This idea of well, envy driving. Lucas, a, a I mean, I shouldn't just say Star Wars. We're talking about Indiana Jones too. I mean, this is that's still a Lucasfilm right. product. It's right. not. It doesn't belong to anyone else. I mean, JJ would be at the helm of both Indiana Jones and Star Wars. What I mean, what IP are better than those in terms of trying to, you know, if he is trying to live up to those 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 greats, you know. I, who knows what he wants, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. is it about legacy? I, from what I've seen of his thing nowadays, he likes to start. He likes to be creative. He likes to start great ideas yep. and then and give them to someone else. Yeah. But I mean, he's done that a number of times now, 
and maybe i mean if he is interested in a legacy like yeah. i mean what better play like like what better place if he like worked you know if he was one in one a with kathleen kennedy and just sort of like oversaw the production of star wars films and i mean that would be great and just sort of executive yeah. produced on a bunch of, the, of right. these things yeah. like that i mean that would be something where he wouldn't have to get his hands too dirty um you know he could but he could put his fingerprint yeah. and, and make and a he lot could of really still good films. go and direct other movies yeah. that he wants to do and do other things if he yeah. really does love star wars that much but who knows i mean were I him, I'd probably just watch movies for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah. you know, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He's right. in a unique, yeah. unique yeah. position there. But um, So fun fun little tweet uh, that goes along with this. Um, Pablo Hidalgo was asked if Nine has a title and if he knows the title. And he said it does have a title. He doesn't know the title. It wasn't oh, sure. I don't Hidalgo think doesn't know. It's not shared with him. I think it's a very, very, very closely held secret. And, yeah. and there's a part of me because I was reading this and the, and, and the rumor is or the idea is that someone hacked the code, right? Like they, they were they were on they were on Star Wars websites and other right. websites and they got in the code and they saw this here. And the conspiracy theory tinfoil, tin, uh, foil hat Adam is yeah. wondering because JJ's really good at keeping secrets <laughs> and also Leaking disinformation. Yeah. And his part of me is like, we knew this was coming, right? This happened with Battlefront. So they right. knew people have been hacking codes and trying to get in. And I wonder yeah. if JJ's just like, put this title in here just so when someone, just as a little Easter egg, if someone hacks it and releases it, they'll be like, no, that's the fake title we or, put up there. Well, right. I mean, or with the purpose. What if he's, what if he's like, doesn't really know? And he's like he's between two. That's true. And so he like he's like, are people gonna hate this? So he leaks mm-hmm. it, you know, and finds some What's some pawn to do it. Like yeah. what what do they do? And if people love it and get it, then they're great. If people revolt and they hate it, he just picks something else. Yeah, yeah. So this kind of leads me to last. I, I think we talked about this about last week, and I created a spreadsheet in Google Docs where That's we're right. going to uh, every week we're going to come up with a different question and, and just yes okay. no question and get our, our things. And I kind of determined it doesn't need to have to be answered within the week because I'll have the Google Doc running. Yeah. But once we get the answer, I can put the scores in. And okay, last great. week we our bet was whether or not there'd be a, a <laughs> someone's looking very cocky at the table. We put mm. a we put a bet in whether or not there'd be a an ad on the Super Bowl. Um, and two people went one way. Yeah, which makes it more interesting. And someone went the other. Someone yeah. voted with his head, not his heart, and got got it right. Uh, and uh, and so Ben won. There was not an ad. Which again, I'm not shocked by that. I am disappointed. Yeah. Um, we did get a Harrison Ford one, so we were kind of almost there. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, not, we did not that quite. So I think this week my question, and we and anyone come with questions, yeah. but my question coming in is, will uh, I had a way of phrasing this, but I'll just I'll just ask it this way. Will uh, Balance of the Force be the title for Episode Nine? Not is it mm. currently because, as you mentioned, it might be and they might change it. But well, will this no end up being the title? Anyways, yeah, right. So this is something that we can put down and and decide. Mm. Anyone want? Who wants uh, to go first? Should we draw straws? Should we? Anyone just want to go with go with their gut? I mean, it faster? works. The problem is it works. Mm-hmm. The the other problem is that it's it, to me it's like it's kind of this this finite closure to uh to the spiritual aspect of star wars that i don't feel like should be boxed in i think like that that should always be subjective and be a mystery but uh i'm gonna say no okay i'm gonna go no as well actually because i i mean i think either way you look at it whether just like as a name i think it doesn't quite check all the boxes um even though i mean it's viable but i don't think it it just does seem to Mm -hmm. to be a little two-dimensional um, or if this is the canary he's sending down the coal mine, I think it's dead. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, this is going to be it. 
he'll change it after hearing some of this rebuttal to to, to what that's what decided. i mean yeah, yeah so i walked in this door thinking no yeah but even before you guys voted i'm going yes okay. nice. <laughs> i right. think ben kind of ben too <laughs> convince you convince and i'm gonna go yes going with it. i'm gonna, right. i'm getting prepared to be down zero to, to one to two but i'm gonna say yes because i'm also like I gotta differentiate myself. If I say no, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all get we all yeah. either get a point or lose or get zero. But uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with yes. I'm, again, I'm vote now. I'm voting with my head, not my heart. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm voting with my head, but I have had three beers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Some Carillion ale. Some yeah, three Carillion yeah. ales. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's tough. It, it could. I mean, it I, honestly, I like uh, balance. I think. Balance of the Force may be more valid than my first choice, which was Echoes of the Past. Yeah. Or, did I say Echoes of the you Force? You did say Echoes of the Past. Echoes of Echoes the Past. Echoes of the Force. That's interesting. Yeah. I think I did. That has the past. same issue with the for- balance of the Force. Yeah, yeah. Force. Force. I don't think Force is going to be used again. I, yeah, yeah. I don't think so either. I don't yeah. George has think... ever reused the yeah. word. No. I really should vote no, but I'm going to stick with my yes. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I think they totally could. I mean, yeah, just for that progression thing, I feel like it. That it, it's very logical. What a hollow victory! If I it would. doesn't feel. I mean, there's not a lot. Of, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, listen. I don't I'd feel be, like there's a lot of force stuff going on in the sequel trilogy. You know, Grant, you and all of us have been dying for more lore. If it's balance yeah. the force, we're gonna get lore bombs. I do, I, lore I bombs also, for days. I also think we are going to touch upon balance again. I think. I yes. think even if that's not the title, I think that is going to be an. Yeah. Ooh, half the prophecy and the. Balance have to be brought up in nine because yes. at this point it's like there's it's like a breaking it's, point. The right. dam has to break. We right. have to figure out what some of this stuff means because right. it's just this. this if it's truly for right, so he was he the chosen one? Was right. Luke the chosen one? Was Ray the chosen, chosen one? one? Yeah. yeah, like what's going? Was Kylo the chosen one in a weird twist? Yes, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all these yeah. things. If it's truly the ninth film and the a chosen nine. one, yeah. Love it. Star I mean, Wars episode it, nine, the chosen. It one. almost has to have the of the in it. though. it's weird, but I mean, it doesn't. But. Every third film is that fall of the chosen one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Too many words. Fall. Too many words. Uh, it's yeah. weird because if fall yeah. order wasn't coming out, coming out, I might guess like fall of the order or something. You know, something like that. Yeah. But then that's too predictive of, of what's to happen. But I kind of like the chosen one. I mean, yeah, I think the prophecy of the chosen one is like oh, prophecy of the chosen one. That's a good one. Prophecy of the chosen. Nah, it's too many words. Chosen. Return one. of the Jedi. Attack of the clones. Right. Return yeah, the chosen Sith. one. It's like two words. Prophecy so of like, the Chosen One. It needs more syllables, but it's not more words. Prophecy of the One. Maybe. Now no. you're talking syllables. Yeah, okay. This is just illustrates. Oh, you're right. Five words. I, I don't want it. I would hate to be J.J. Abrams right now. The needle right, that yeah. man has to thread. Well, yeah. I hope he's stoked Cool boy. This is like, yeah, this yeah. Is well, that's why he's doing it and I'm not. not. Part. Also talent. But like, yeah, but like I, make I don't have level. the On a, on a, level, a scale that. I've never right. seen before in my entire life. If he life. tanks this, it would seriously... <laughs> like, like, just the title alone. might have to just watch movies. The crawl. First of all, the title. The crawl. The structure. The screen time per character. And there's no right answer for that title. There isn't. There's not a title yeah. that they'll say that everyone's just like, yeah, that's the perfect title. You can't please everyone. Yeah. No, so you, you can't. you got to please yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, I hope he's just doing it, that it's true to the story, it's true to the characters, and it's true to, it's true to the, the, yeah. the saga. We get not. on. We talk about nine in every episode, I think, and almost in every segment. Well, we have to. Oh, have to. <laughs> and it's going to be for the yeah, next. have to in a way of, like, biologically have to. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, not have like, to. have oh, yeah, to. No. Have to. Like it's never. It's funny. It's rarely in like mm-hmm. the like the things we're going to talk about. But like every segment somehow leads back to episode nine. It does. It is fascinating. It's like the Voldemort of our world right now. It's like we can't talk about it. But who's Voldemort? We all want to. Harry Potter. You know Voldemort. Come on. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm not a big. 
I know he is. I'm not a big guy. I watched the movies once. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I he's the guy with no nose, right? Yeah, I mean, like yes. I, I would be sort of upset if it was Rise of the Resistance because it's the amusement park ride, but it also fits. Um, yeah. But I feel like, but I feel like that's a weird title because. I guess it would start at the beginning, the rise of the resistance, but the resistance is not going to be the end of it because you can't be, you're not governed by a resistance. No, no, you're not. Right. And it's too much to who you're resisting. Right. Yeah. And, and it's too small. It's not, you know, like, I think it's got to be force related. You're yeah. Something. You know, Every something third epic. one has been so Literally far. I mean, it's epic. only two, but like, yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh-huh. Right on. Well, all right. We, yeah. we digress. Yeah. 315 days, by the way, to episode nine. That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, we're really getting there. Um, yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, that was really fun. Uh, good episode, guys. It was great. Thank you all for listening to us. Um, and uh, we really appreciate it. Um, next week, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, we've got we have our first major interview, actually, with um, uh, a, a writer of The Clone Wars, um, George Kerstick. And I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. Um, and um, yeah, it should be really great. Um, can't wait to talk to him. And um, can't wait to share that information with you. So um, thanks very much. Have a fabulous week. And may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always. Always.